If you're enjoying fruit, don't forget season two is on Stitcher Premium right now. Just go to stitcherpremium.com slash fruit. The following is based on true events. Names and locations have been changed to protect all involved. In grade school, I learned the importance of appearance. Not in the class. It wasn't on the curriculum. It was a life lesson. I learned that if you came to school with the same clothes on you had on the day before, your classmates would think you were poor. I learned that if you sat with the nerds at lunch, people would think you were a nerd. I learned that if you ever got caught spending too much time with one person, that people would assume you were a couple. It was guilt by association. Controlling your appearance is how you learn to manage and build your reputation. Lose that control, and you risk losing everything. Gerard was giving me the silent treatment driving home from the game. Something was on his mind, but he wasn't saying what the issue was. I walked him into his apartment, hoping to coax it out of him. He didn't have to walk me in. I don't need an escort. Oh, look. He speaks. Come here. Stop for a sec, man. I go off, man. Why are you acting like this? I asked you before if you were sleeping with her. You said no. Were you lying to me? What are you talking about? With who, see? Nah, I mean, I wasn't lying then, but... I figured his silence had something to do with Sia, but... For Gerard to be this worked up seemed crazy. Especially considering we never established what we were to each other. I mean, I thought there had to be something more. So what you're trying not to say is that since I last asked, you have had sex with her. I wasn't trying not to say anything. Yeah, we, we had sex, but I haven't had sex with her since we started having sex. Why is this a problem? Do you really want to be with me? I mean, am I not with you? Are we not together right now? You invited me to your game and it was cool. I enjoyed it. I love seeing you play. You know, hearing the crowd cheer for you. It was a big deal. You're becoming a big deal. Uh, thanks. <laughs> so, what happens when you become a big deal? Where do we go from here? Why does it have to go anywhere right now? I thought we were taking this slow. I want to live in this moment with you. Hmm. Can you just tell me what's on your mind? You. Your life. It's, it's such a spectacle. It's a lot. I mean, it's new to me too. But we'll get used to it. I'm saying... I don't think I can. Man, where's this coming from? It's It's complicated. Seeing C out there and all the cameras and sneaking off just to be with you. I don't like the way that feels. Well, it's not like I'm ashamed of you. I mean, I just don't want this very new part of my life to overshadow what I've worked so hard I for. I get that. I mean, I thought you were cool with keeping things private. I like privacy and having a private love life. That's one thing, but your life isn't private. And the bigger you become, the less private it'll be. 
I'm not sure if I want that. I don't even think you do. I mean, I get you have an image to maintain and whatever, but I don't want to be some hidden secret. Man, it's not even like that. Look, is this because I kept you waiting so long? I'm sorry. I mean, I tried to get out there no, as soon as I... it's okay. It really is. You know, it gave me time to think. I like you a lot, but I don't think I can do this. What? Come on, man. I mean, I'm in this with you. You said you'd be patient. I thought I could be. But this is more than I expected. I can't be with you, man. It just doesn't make me feel good to be me. You know? You should get that. Just like that. This man that I'd opened my life to was telling me that he was done. Gerard was saying it was over. Even though I had been making an effort. Even though I had let him into my life. Even though I was changing for him. I wasn't the same person he met in that bathroom stall, but he couldn't expect me to go from zero to a hundred. He couldn't ask me just to forfeit my life, jeopardize my career. But Gerard saw before I could. We kept dating. One of us would have to compromise or suffer consequences. He had made it clear that it wasn't going to be him. And he knew it couldn't be me, so he did the only thing that made sense. Let me go. I left his place feeling a combination of disappointment and relief. I mean, I was sad it was over, but my life was still intact. Meanwhile, something still bothered me about that night. I mean, I still felt like there were eyes on me. I looked around, but there was no one. The next day, I was still a bit unsettled when I got to the agency. Not so much about Gerard, although he did occupy my thoughts, but I couldn't shake this feeling that I was being followed. Anyway, I go into the agency to take Sia out to lunch. I needed to see a happy face. Hey, X. Hi. Hey, X. Nice job this season. Hey. Thanks. I walked off the elevator and suddenly I was visible. People were seeing me. Usually I walked off the elevator and people would walk by me. I mean, some still did, but for the ones that didn't, this was new. I walked up to Alex's desk and... Hi, Mr. Miss Harris is meeting with a client right now. She should be done momentarily. Can I get you something to drink while you wait? Uh, no thanks, man. You must be the new guy. Oh, sorry. It's Luke. <laughs> Hi, Luke. You can call me X. X it is. See, it didn't waste any time getting rid of Alex. Luke was a short guy, a little bit on the leaner side with dark brown eyes. He was being super attentive, but I didn't pay him much mind. So, how does it feel to be the new guy? I'm not so new. I've been in the mailroom, working my way up. You want to be an agent? I want to be the agent. Oh, okay, I'll see you. No, it wasn't too long ago when Sia was sitting just where you are. And now she's running things. That's going to be me. He was confident, bordering on cocky. Sia walked out of her office with Marshall Braun. Thanks again, Sia. You've really had my back in all of this. Just looking out for my star client. Sia reminded me how much of an agent she really was. Kissed Marshall's ass. 
Marshall Braun! <laughs> What's up, man? X, I'm cool, feeling very taken care of by your girl here. <laughs> we're not together. Oh, my bad. I thought since y'all were always together. Man, she's my agent. Not exactly, but we're good friends and I give him advice from time to time. Cool, cool. You listen to whatever she says, X. This chick knows her shit. Yeah, man. I know it. The look on Sia's face was like she just dodged a bullet. She walked into her office and I followed. And we plan on keeping it that way. Stop. <laughs> I don't get that kind of attention. You get plenty. Maybe too much. What does that mean? It means... Hey, when did you let Alice go? I remember changing the subject so fast because I already knew what she was going to say. See, it was all I had left and I didn't want to face the prospect of her having to distance herself from me. A couple days ago, I moved Luke up from the mailroom. Good worker. Eager to learn. It was his time, and he's doing a great job. Alice was great, too. Listen, I felt bad before the girl came at me sideways. You know what she said to me? Sia told me what happened. It started when she called Alex into her office. You wanted to see me? Yes, Alex. Close the door. Have a seat. Everything okay? Alex, we're going to have to let you go. Excuse me? Why? The agency feels that your involvement in the scandal with Marshall isn't conducive to the type of image that we are trying to promote here. What do you mean? I'm the one who fixed it. Although you did help in resolving the matter. Helped? I fixed it. It was all me. Look, if we're being honest here, it was your fault to begin with. Had you not been drinking, none of this would have even transpired. Don't make this harder than it has to be. You know how this industry is. The higher-ups don't want people to be reminded of what happened every time they see you. Keeping you here has become a conflict of interest and a threat to the agency's reputation. Now, I'm not letting you go empty-handed. What I have done is written you a recommendation. In it, I've said that you were hard-working, quick-thinking, and a go-getter. I wonder what the agency would do if they knew you were screwing one of their clients. X? What? You think I didn't know? All those dinners I scheduled, all the phone calls I had to transfer, the way you lit up every time he walked in here to see you? What do you think they would do to you if they knew all that? Cute. I'm trying to help you and you wanna take me down with you? You think you have the upper hand? <laughs> they would still fire you. And then what? At least with the recommendation, you have a sliver of a chance getting work. Unless you think a career in fast food would suit you best. But I don't think you can drink on the job there either. Why are you doing this to me? You would think as the only woman here, we'd look out for each other, not tear each other down. So much for sisterhood. You are not my sister. And this has nothing to do with being a woman. You made a mistake. Yes, you fixed it, and yes, I did stand up for you, but it wasn't enough. And what I do on my own time is none of your business. You want to make threats? I can shred this recommendation. Or you can take it with my compliments and my kind words and leave. See you pulled a power move. I can't blame her for doing it. She did what she had to do to protect her job and her reputation. Wow, so what did she do? 
She took the recommendation. What else was she going to do? She wants to be an agent. When she realized that exposing me wouldn't save her job, she took the only logical option, which was to take the referral and walk away. Mm, I mean, you did what you had to do, I guess. Which brings me to us. I think it would be best if we didn't see each other anymore. Why? Because of Alex? Partly. Come on, X. I admit, you have a way of being there for me at my weakest moments. The kisses, the sex. But we can't keep going on like this. You do this thing where you think your affection is the cure for what's been happening in my life, and I've been letting you do it because I've needed it. I've needed someone to tell me that things were going to be all right. But romantically, when we've been out together, you've been distant. I haven't really been calling you out on it. With everything going on at work, it was just easier to ignore it. All we talk about when we go out anyway is working football. Nothing about us. Not really. She was right. I love Fia. We were in a match made in heaven, but I didn't want to lose her. She's my best friend. I pulled her in for a hug, but it was short. That too. The PDA. We need to turn that down at the office. Perception over the truth. That's all people see or care about. We need to keep each other in check. Keep each other in check. Okay. I can do that. Pound it. She and I were moving into a new chapter in our friendship. Pound it. We were going to start fresh. It was just what I thought I needed. A new beginning. What is going on out there? I don't know. I looked away from Sia's office window and looked down on my phone. The texts were from an anonymous number. I mean, I dismissed it and went back to the window to join Sia. Miss Harris, you need to turn on your TV now. Why? What's happening? If you're just tuning in now, breaking news is live. Former football hopeful Craig Lawson of the Los Angeles team is threatening to jump from the roof of the league headquarters. Oh my God, Lawson. Everyone at the agency was on their phones fielding calls. I stepped out into the hall and I could see Barclay in his office yelling to his assistant to get everyone from the attorneys to the league commissioner on the phone. Something big was happening and it had everyone in the frenzy. I stopped to look at the text, thinking that maybe it has something to do with what was going on. Oh. But as my eyes fixated on what I was seeing, time and space seemed to come to a halt, and all the activity happening around me, the, the phones ringing, the TVs blaring, everyone clamoring to get the news on the day's latest events, it all slowed down. Four texts. Three images followed by one word. The first image. A picture of Gerard getting into my car. The second picture was a profile of the both of us sitting in my car and me leaning into him. The last picture. The last image was of Gerard and I locked in a kiss. And under that image, there in all caps, the word Huh? Yeah. I didn't have words. All, all my motor skills had escaped me. I was 
numb and I could barely focus on what Sia was trying to say to me. She, she had tears in her eyes. She was inconsolable. This snapped me back. Why was Sia crying? What had I missed while I was lost in the images on my phone? He's dead. Who's dead? Floralson. He just committed suicide on live TV. Floralson? He said your name, ex. What did you do? What had I done? What was being done to me? Lawson, was, was this my fault? I focused my gaze on the television screen and watched as Lawson fell several feet to his death. They replayed his final words. I was cast away for something that was done to me. And I was punished for it. You took away my career. All I knew was football, and you took that away from me. You thought you could just sweep me under the rug, and I would go away, huh? Well, I'm not going away alone. I'm taking some of you with me. We started naming names, and Sia neglected to mention that mine wasn't the only one. There were other names, much bigger than mine. This was a witch hunt, and it was hunt season on everybody. Those are all the questions I have for today. Do you think this is going to help? We'll see. Only time will tell. The more you say, the more I'll know. You know I didn't have anything to do with this, right? My job is to write the story. I'll email you if I have any follow-up questions. Yeah. All right. This is tape log number 641. End session. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Fruit was created by Issa Rae, executive produced by Issa Rae, Benoni Tego, and Denise Davis. It was recorded and mixed by Charles Stella. Music and sound design by Charles Stella. Production assistance by Sidney Lowe. Fruit was written by Mike Gaio, Theo Macabeo, and DK Zoku. Starring Roderick Davis, Utopia Essex, and Andrew Allen James. With an ensemble cast played by Tristan Winger, Chris Sosa, and Heather Sims. Fruit is a Stitcher original and a production of Easter Productions and Stitcher. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating or review. It helps other people find the show. Better yet, if you loved it, tell a friend. And don't forget, you can find Season 2 of Fruit and tons of other exclusive content on Stitcher Premium. Just go to www.stitcherpremium.com fruit to get one month free.